Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The 2024 Formula One season is about to begin, so what better time than right now to rank every single F1 driver on a preseason tier list that will certainly age well and not come back to bite me in the ass. First things first, my methodology. Here's how I came up with my tier list. First, I ranked every Formula One driver from worst to best based on how I think they perform if they were all driving the same car. Then I looked for similarities in drivers that were next to each other in my ranking and came up with relevant tiers for them accordingly. I feel very confident in my tier list, and if you disagree with it, make sure to leave a comment with what you hated the most, but not until after you've subscribed and liked this video. I'm trying to hit 1,000 likes on this video, so please help me out by leaving a like so that I can feel better about myself. Without further ado, all the way at the bottom, we have the fighting for their careers and countries tier. Pretty self-explanatory. These drivers will be spending 2024 fighting to keep a seat in Formula One for 2025 and keep their countries represented in F1 as they are all the only current drivers from their respective countries on the F1 grid. At the bottom of the bottom, you have American hero Logan Sargent, who was handed a lifeline by Williams team principal James Vowles in the form of a 2024 F1 seat after finishing 21st out of 20 last season, and who now must prove that he deserved said lifeline by getting as close in points to his teammate Alex Albon as possible this season. This will be a tall order for Logan because Albon is in top form right now, but I sure hope Logan pulls through because... USA! 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 Just ahead of Logan, we have Kevin Magnuson, who's been relegated from F1 before and who's currently on borrowed time before being relegated again. Part of me thinks that if Gunther Steiner had been fired from Haas earlier, Haas would have gone with a different driver than K-Mag for 2024 to shift up the vibes after how disappointing his 2023 season was, both the country of Denmark and the 14 K-Mag fans that aren't Danish Sure hope he's able to have a solid season and avoid a F1 forced retirement again. At the top of the fighting for their careers and countries tier is none other than Joe Guan Yu. Joe, fortunately, should at least be able to get his first home Grand Prix in if he is to lose his seat at the end of the season, as the Chinese Grand Prix is finally back on the calendar for 2024. Though, it's uh, been on the calendar before and then canceled. As in, it's, that's happened the last four years in a row. So that's actually somehow still not a certainty for Joe. I feel bad for Joe because he's not a bad driver by any means. Alfa Romeo just gave him back-to-back -back mega mid-cars. And unfortunately, I don't see Stake doing anything different 
considering they're just a placeholder team as Sauber transitions to Audi for 2026. Audi is almost certainly going to want to insert their own driver or drivers starting either next year by proxy or in 2026, which does not bode well for Joe's hopes of retaining his F1 seat. Even if Joe does finally beat his teammate Valtteri Bottas this season after two seasons of trying and failing to do that, I'm not sure even that will save his seat considering I think both of those stake seats are in jeopardy after this season as Audi will, again, most likely want to start their team off on their own driver terms, not Alfa Romeo's. Joe just needs to put his head down and grind out an impeccable season if he wants a chance at staying in F1 for 2025 and beyond. Let's move on to the doesn't have to fight for anything because his dad owns the team tier. I mean, this tier is about as self-explanatory as it gets and only includes Lance Stroll because Lance's dad, Lawrence Stroll, owns Aston Martin, which is the team Lance is on. No seat in F1 history has ever been safer than Lance's, except maybe Bruce McLaren's and Jack Brabham's back when they raced, considering they were driver owners. Let's hope this tier stays a one-driver tier, or that it just goes away altogether. Next up, we have the better-than-Lance-Stroll-but-not-by-much tier. This is not a tier y'all really want to be in, and I apologize to both of the drivers in it because I might be doing them dirty, but hey, this is my tier list, so I can do whatever I want. At the bottom of this tier, you have Captain Peach himself, Valtteri Bottas, who I rated way higher before last season. It's very hard to tell if Bottas, who is top 10 in Formula 1 history and podium finishes, has lost his fastball entirely, or if the Alfa Romeo was just that bad last season, but I'm a what-are-you-done-for-me-lately kind of guy. So, sadly, here Valtteri sits just above Lance Stroll. Not where you want to be. Bottas's partner in this tier is Nico Hulkenberg, who was an absolute monster in qualifying last season and actually reached more Q3s by himself in 2023 than the entire Alfa Romeo team combined. However, the Haas car's abysmal race pace still led to Haas finishing behind Alfa Romeo in the season-end standings despite that. If Haas are capable of giving Nico a car with decent race pace, which, you know, I highly doubt they are, but you never know, I could see Nico shooting up the rankings after this season. But again, a driver on the last place team has a ceiling in my rankings, and that ceiling is literally right here where Nico is. In this day and age, anyone can sell products online, and if you're thinking about starting, you need to be using my partner, Shopify. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands like Ruggable and Allbirds. Why spend time trying to build an online store with someone besides Shopify when Shopify stores convert the best? You really shouldn't be if you want to convert the best. Go with Shopify because they convert the best. One thing I love about Shopify is that it integrates with YouTube, which is something I'm actually in the process of setting up so that I can sell Formula Bone merch on here. Stop leaving sales on the table. Switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their business. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com fbone, all lowercase, that's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash fbone, shopify.com slash fbone. Above Botas and Hulkenberg sits the future Red Bull driver, 
tier. Okay, listen, I already know some of y'all are gonna come at me for this one, not because of who I put in this tier, which is obviously Yuki Tsunoda and Daniel Ricardo, but because of the order in which I have them placed, which is Yuki below Danny Rick. I just think Daniel's experience will allow him to have a more consistent season than Yuki, who is known for being a more aggressive driver, at least at this point in their careers. As far as the name of this tier goes, these two chaps are obviously the two frontrunners to replace Checo Perez and become Red Bull's new number two driver. However, it's not just a situation where whichever of them does better this year gets that seat, because Alex Albon is definitely in contention, as is also pretty much, you know, every other driver besides Lewis Hamilton and everybody in every tier below this one, because this is Formula One and chaos reigns supreme when it comes to the driver market. Above the future Red Bull driver tier, we have the future Mercedes driver tier. Interestingly, this tier is comprised solely of current Alpine drivers and Frenchmen, Pierre Gasly and Esteban Ocon, with Ocon getting the nod over his countryman Gasly here, which again, I know is going to piss some people off and would earn the first ever dislike from Pierre Gasly himself if he were capable of disliking something, which he is not. But put simply, I like Ocon's deep experience with the Alpine team, and I also find him to be a more complete driver at the moment. From a results perspective, Ocon only finished four points behind Gasly in 2023, despite having four more DNFs than the gas man. So if that reliability is fixed up, Ocon should come out ahead of Gasly this season, in my opinion. Now, you might think it seems a little odd that I have the two drivers in the future Red Bull driver tier below both the drivers in the future Mercedes driver tier, considering Red Bull are obviously the current dynasty team and conventional wisdom would say that they should have their pick of the litter when it comes to who their inevitable replacement for Checo will be. By the way, please don't get pissed at me, Checo fans, okay? I'm, he's gonna get replaced. There's nothing you or I can do about it. However, Mercedes are, in my opinion, better set up to replace Lewis Hamilton than Red Bull are to replace Checo, especially when you consider that Mercedes also have racing prodigy Kimi Antonelli waiting in the wings and ready to be promoted if he has a solid F2 campaign this season. And when you consider that a Fernando Alonso to Merck move is more likely than a Fernando Alonso to Red Bull move. Of course, it is possible that Alex Albon replaces Checo at Red Bull. Again, please don't get pissed at me, Checo fans which would be huge for Red Bull, obviously, but it's also possible that Albon goes to Mercedes to replace Lewis, so that's just a wash. All I do know is that, once again, I'm just gonna say it because I'm gonna say it all year, this upcoming silly season promises to be the silliest season yet as most of the grid's contracts will be expiring at the end of this season. Next up, fittingly, there's the please don't get pissed at me Checo fans tier. Yeah. Sorry, Checo fans, but I do have Checo ranked as my 10th best driver on the grid, despite him finishing as the driver with the second most points in 2023. I got the ick when Checo missed five straight Q3s in qualifying from Monaco through Silverstone last season, and that ick, unfortunately, just never went away. I understand if you're pissed at me, okay? I totally get it, Checo fans. If you're really angry at me right now, I get it. Leave a comment at least if you're angry so that I get some engagement. Maybe YouTube likes me more. All I ask, besides that you leave a comment, is that you just go easy on me, okay? Thank you. Please, thank you. Above Checo is the Carlos Sainz tier. Despite being the only non-Red Bull driver to notch a win last season and how Sainz showed last season that he's closer to Leclerc than we all thought after 2022, 
I still have Sainz down here in number nine, as I think we're pretty close to having seen his ceiling, and I rate some of F1's younger talent higher. With Lewis taking Sainz's Ferrari seat starting next season, I think it's highly likely that Sainz is one of Audi's first drivers when they replace Stake and join the F1 grid in 2026. And the reason why is because Carlos Sainz's father, also named Carlos Sainz, is a highly successful Audi cross-country rally driver. And by the way, neither of those Carlos Sainz's are to be confused with Carlos Sainz's cousin and other Carlos Sainz's nephew, Carlos Sainz, nor should they be confused with professional golfer Carlos Sainz, who is unrelated to any of the other Carlos Sainz's I just mentioned. You know what? Screw it. I'm just going to put all of those Carlos Sainz's in the Carlos Sainz tier for good measure. Above all the Sainz's is, 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 sits the we've deluded ourselves into thinking they have a shot at the title, they don't tier, where I've placed Alex Albon and Oscar Piastri. I think Alex Albon and Oscar Piastri are equally deserving of some minor delusion from F1 fans when it comes to how well they may perform in 2024. Both of them are in top form at the moment, with Oscar having the edge over Albon, having not yet shown any signs of weakness in his F1 career, unlike Albon, who did so at the beginning of his career when he simply could not prevent Lewis Hamilton from repeatedly spinning him and stealing podiums from him. I'm lucid enough when it comes to Piastri and Albon to know that I'm being delusional when I think that they both have a shot at being 2024's World Drivers Champion, but I'm still delusional enough to think that they do have a shot even though I know they don't. It's a weird place to be, okay? My brain is in a pretzel right now, but I kind of like it here, okay? I don't know, it's weird. I don't know. Thank you to my sponsor, Indeed, which is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in a one convenient place. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed is a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. Something that I love about Indeed and the reason that I use it to hire is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed's hiring platform matches you with quality candidates instantly. Indeed is truly an unbelievably powerful hiring platform and it is the number one source of hires in the US according to Talent Nest. Indeed is truly great whether you're posting a job listing or looking for a job, I highly recommend you use Indeed and not just because they're paying me to. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash F-Bone. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash F-Bone. Just go to Indeed.com slash F-Bone and support the show by saying you heard about it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash F-Bone. Terms and conditions apply. You need to hire. You need Indeed. Above this delusion tier, we have the second fiddle to Lewis Hamilton tier, which is a really fun tier. Okay, I love this tier because I get to include George Russell and... Charles Leclerc in that ascending order. It's been fun watching George be Mercedes's second driver, but I'll be honest, I'll be brutally honest with you, I just cannot wait to see Mercedes elder statesman George Russell dive bomb someone next season and then just blame it on them. And to Leclerc, good luck, my man. You're gonna need it. Enjoy your last year of not being second fiddle to Lewis, even though you somehow still already are. Next up, we have the third highest tier, which I call the we've deluded ourselves into thinking they have a shot at the title, they might tier. Let's be honest, this tier is essential. If we didn't have Alonzo, Norris, and Lewis in that ascending order, available to us and ready and willing to carry the world's anti-Max Verstappen domination hopes on their shoulders, this season would be bordering on peak F1 depression mode, okay? Luckily though, we do have these three gladiators and kings on which to rely when it comes to spicing this season up. Alonzo, Please maintain your early 2022 form all season long by yelling at Aston Martin to do a better job upgrading your car. Lando, 
please do again whatever it is you did after Canada last year to help make the McLaren car amazing. And Lewis, please make your last year at Mercedes the best one yet. Come on, guys. You're our only hope. Now, at this point, you're probably all thinking, wait, J-Bone said that last tier was the third highest tier, which means there are two tiers left, but Max Verstappen is the only driver still on the board, so how is that possible? Well, it's possible because the second highest tier contains nobody and exists solely to separate the rest of the grid from Max Verstappen, who sits all the way at the top in the please for the love of God, stop winning tier. There ain't no stopping Max Verstappen at the moment. We need to all remember that of the last 18 races, Max has won 17 of them, all in commanding fashion. Accordingly, I've sometimes accidentally started singing the Dutch national anthem when I meant to sing my own national anthem, which is concerning. If we're all lucky, Max will do what he did last year and give us peasants some table scraps in the beginning of the season with some like early season Checo wins and then one, maybe two non-max wins in the second half of the season if we've been good boys and girls and he's feeling generous. So there you have it, my 2024 preseason F1 driver tier list. Let me know your thoughts in the comments after you subscribe and then help me get this video to 1,000 likes. Go like. You can go right now. Just go hit like. Thank you, please. Special shout out to my top YouTube channel members. Joe Max's number one hater, Snow, Snapple Facts, Brian Linton, Daddy Fett, Wolf Loves Racing, and David Hake. Mash that join button just below this video to get your name shouted out right here in future videos, as well as a bunch of other awesome perks for less than $5 a month. And make sure to tune in to my live streams right here on YouTube if you want a shot at a channel membership being gifted to you. Next time I see you, it'll be for my Bahrain Grand Preview. But until then... J-Bomb! J-Bomb!